If uh, people mail in ballots, there's a lot of illegality. Mail-in ballots are a very dangerous thing. But if I see tens of thousands of ballots being manipulated, I can't go along with that. Those are misleading statements from President Trump. Vast amounts of research has shown that voter fraud in U.S. elections is exceedingly rare. But Trump's comments do serve as a small sample of the misinformation that has invaded the news landscape during the current election season. Boston University political science professor Catherine Novine Einstein explains how the mere presence of misinformation can be damaging to democracy. So the first thing is we know um, from experimental research that exposure to conspiracy theories actually reduce our trust in government. The presence of misinformation can also cloud people's judgments about what news is true. I think the second problem with the dissemination of misinformation is it essentially means that we end up operating um, from totally different sets of facts, and that this is especially the case because our partisanship is so strongly associated with which kinds of misinformation we consume. This alignment between partisanship and information consumption can then contribute to polarization. If we are operating from different sets of information, um, it means that we're probably going to have very different sets of policy preferences, right? And again, it's also going to make us really hard to persuade. So all these things reinforce, right? Misinformation can contribute to our polarization. As misinformation spreads, news organizations face the challenge of deciding what information to cover and not cover. Michelle Amazine, a communications professor at Boston University, explains this issue. If you amplify the message, then you run the risk of informing more people about the subject matter that's inaccurate. So just by way of amplifying something, you can increase what's called the illusory truth effect, which is where you believe something just because, oh yeah, I've heard it before, it's familiar. Another major issue is the sheer amount of misinformation circulating during this election year. I think political actors observed what happened in 2016 and how effective misinformation can be and are doubling down. In order to protect themselves against this misinformation, Amazine believes that people must become more media literate. Being media literate, understanding the source of messages, um, what's been left out of a message, the techniques that have been used in creating the message. So considering these principles will help consumers understand how news is constructed and hopefully raise suspicions when needed. But a recent study from the Stanford History Education Group shows that many students are not being taught effective media literacy skills. Our most recent work focused on how college students evaluated online sources. So at a large state university on the East Coast, we asked uh, junior or uh, sophomores, juniors, and seniors to uh, evaluate a, a couple of different sources. That was Joel Breakstone, who co-authored the Stanford study. Breakstone and his team's research found that over two-thirds of students were unable to identify a news story as satirical, and that 95% of students failed to identify the PR firm behind a supposedly nonpartisan website. Students came to incorrect conclusions when they were following strategies that had been advocated for by um, many colleges and universities. Breakstone does not believe this is a good sign for the broader population. Our research is focusing on young people, but it does speak to the fact that I think broadly we uh, as a society are, are not equipped to make sense of the overwhelming amount of information that we're confronted with. Even with the growing amount of false information online, Breakstone's research has still given him hope. 
I am I'm cautiously optimistic that we can uh, we can move towards a better future in terms of the way that people uh, deal with with information they find in, on the internet. For WTBU, I'm Sean Galanka in Boston.